This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got Nerev Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. This week's parasha, parasha's Matas Masa, we come to the end of Sefer Bamidbar. Some of Arshim even point out that technically Sefer Bamidbar is really the end of the Chumash. Sefer Dvarim is just Mishnah Torah, it's repetition. But clearly the end of Sefer Bamidbar is a very important lesson for us to remember. We read the end of Sefer Bamidbar almost always during the Bein HaMetzar, right around the Bein HaMetzar, which clearly means that there's a lesson that we need to take out of Parshas Matas Masay. That, are extremely, that is extremely relevant to the time we find ourselves right now, during the three weeks, Shabbos Uvarchim Choydishav, not far away from, from Tishabov. The Torah opens up in this week's parasha with a concept that perhaps to us seems distant and foreign, but it is so relevant to our daily lives. In this week's parasha, the Torah introduces the, to, to the Bnei Yisrael a concept known as a neder, a promise, shvua, swearing or an oath, which basically means a Jew has the ability and the capability to decide via his words that something which is technically permissible to him, he decides to prohibit on himself. For example, a person says he takes a ned or a shvur that he's going to prohibit something from him, that thing now becomes prohibited. And many of us read through this parish and we say, very nice, terrific, wonderful, what does it do for me? How does this connect to my life? And why at all is this relevant to the time that we find ourselves before Tisha B'av? And the answer is if we were to delve a bit deeper and think about what does that mean? That I can take an object which is 100% kosher for me to eat. It has 20 hashkaches. It has every perk in the world. But if I utter the words, I will not eat this, I may now not eat that. It now becomes prohibited. Why? Because it has Isser in it? Because it's dangerous? No, but because my words said so. Because I uttered words out of my mouth and I said, I, don't, I want to make a nether that I can't eat it. Now it becomes binding. The lesson of a nether is that your words matter. The things that we say have an impact. Sometimes we just think, I ah, shoot the breeze, you say something, who does it hurt? I didn't mean anything. No, 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 the Torah reminds us in this week's parasha that whatever you say is very important. And whatever you say has meaning. It has value and it has a halachic significance. And you can take something which is 100% permissible and you can prohibit it no, for no other reason than the fact that you said so. You chose to use your words and prohibit it. The lesson of Nidharm is the lesson of the power of our words. With just a few words, we can change reality. We can take something which was mutter and make it usr. And it's not only with objects, it's with life. With the right words, we can change someone's life. With a compliment, with a kind word, with a nice word, you can bring someone back to life. And chas v'sholem lehebuch, with a hurtful word, with a mean zing comment, or even worse, with lashon hara. You can bring down a person. You can ruin a person. The Balaturim writes that the word Nidorim is the same gematru as the word Reitzeach. And I'd like to say Alpidrush, maybe it's not just the idea of, maybe it's not just the, the neder itself, but it's the concept of neder. What does that mean? It means words can kill. Nidorim doesn't just mean a neder, a promise, but it means the idea behind Nidorim. The idea behind Nidorim is the value of one's words can kill. Words can kill people. It has. 
It's ruined people's lives. It's ruined people's parnasa. It's ruined people's essence. And the Torah is reminding us in this week's prayer, you should be so careful on what you say. But we live in a world where we just throw words around, they get thrown around, they don't mean anything, no one stops, no one thinks, no one processes it. But the Torah is reminding us in this expression we have to be more careful. Abiyo Gold, besides being a popular, we'll call, telling over stories, he himself is a Rebbe. And he said that he does with his Talmidim the following every year. He tells the boys to try to bring out this idea of what a word means. He tells the boys, take out a piece of paper and cut it into three parts. And on the first piece of paper, he says, I want you to write down the one bug you would never want on you. What is the scariest bug, fly, bird, whatever it is, that you would never ever want to be on your body? And write it on this piece of paper. The boys all write it on the piece of paper. He says, okay boys, now take that piece of paper, place it on the floor. And stamp and jump and stomp on this piece of paper. Obviously the boys love it, it's a lot of fun. Then he says, okay, sit down, take the next piece of paper. With the next piece of paper, I want you to write the food that you hate the most. The food that you would never, ever want to eat. Right? For most uh, kids, it's vegetables, it's healthy things, or something really repulsive, spoiled, rotten, whatever it is. The most repulsive food you know, write it on this piece of paper. So the boys write on the piece of paper, and he tells them the same thing. Take the piece of paper, put it on the floor, and stomp on it, and jump on it. And the boys are having a great time. They're jumping, jumping, jumping on this piece of paper. And he tells them with the last piece of paper... I want you to write your father's name. Whatever you call your father. Ta, Abba, Daddy, Pa, whatever you call your father. Write it on this piece of paper. So the boys write on the piece of paper. And then he says, now take this piece of paper, put it on the floor, and stomp on it like the other two pieces of paper. And he says, no one had the gore, the chutzpah, the audacity to stomp on the paper that said their father's name. Baruch Hashem. And he said, look, Look what one word, it's just a word. He's not stopping on your father, Chas Vashon. But just the word father, the word daddy, the word Abba, Tati, already said, you say to yourself, I, I can't do it. I can't stop on that word. It's like stopping on my father. He used this to bring out to his Talmidim how we have to realize the importance of our words. The value of each word that comes out of our mouth can break, can destroy or on the opposite, you do amazing things. A compliment for someone keeps them going, keeps them flying, makes them feel so good. I, I give a shit to counselors in a day camp. And I told the counselors, I said, you guys have to realize, you have an opportunity working with a little kid. You can change a kid's life. A compliment on the baseball field. You tell them that was a great shot, a great hit, great basket. You change the kid's life. You tell the kid, you didn't run hard enough. You swung too early. What are you doing? You can ruin a kid. You guys have an opportunity, and you're young, you guys are teenagers, you have a chance, an opportunity to make or break a kid right now. Some kids' lives are dependent upon their summer. What you can do in two months is much more than any Rebbe could do in ten months. Just a word, a word or two. <clears throat> but it's not only that. It's so much more than that. The reason that the Debor is so important is because the same mouth that we use to either hurt or make someone feel good. The same mouth we turn to HaKadosh Baruch and say, Hashem, please give me. Please give me. I want, I need. There's unbelievable pshat from the Chidah in this week's parsha. The Chidah says in this week's parsha that it seems to be a repetitiveness in the Pasuk. It says in the Pasuk, Lo yachel Do not profane your words. But rather, Whatever comes out of your mouth, you should do. 
asks the chidah, it's repetitive. If you're not supposed to profane your words, it means you're supposed to keep your words. Then obviously what comes out of your mouth, you're supposed to do. What's the repetition? Says the chidah, the Torah telling us something very different. The Torah telling Vloyachel Devar, if you keep your mouth holy, if you keep your words positive, if you talk nice and kind and sweet to others, whatever you say out of your mouth, Yasa Hashem will do. Then whatever you ask of Hashem, Hashem will do for you because your mouth is a different mouth. Your mouth is now a mouth that uses the kaya hadib, the ability to speak. You use it for good things. You use it to cheer up people. You use it to make people feel good about themselves. Instead of using it for slander and for divisiveness and for fighting. When a person uses his mouth for good, then whatever he asks of Hashem, yes, and not I will do. Hashem will do right stichida. And I came across an amazing story. Rabbi Yisrael Ganz, one of the great Rabbonim today in Eretz Yisrael in the Matasdorf community, he testified, he said he saw with his own eyes, not once, but many times, he was by Rabbi Pinchas and a couple would come, that Nebuch didn't have children, and they'd come to the Rosh Hashiva Pinchas and they'd ask for a bracha to have children. And Rabbi Pinchas didn't just say, you'll have a, a, a bracha. He promised them they're going to have children. Can you imagine promising a couple, I guarantee you're going to have children. So if God's turned to Pinchas and said, with all respect to the Rosh Hashiva, how can you guarantee someone to have children? And Pinchas Sharmik said the following, his answer was, my entire life I've been careful to watch my mouth, and therefore I have the ability to make that promise. That's exactly what the Chidah is saying. That if we're careful with our mouth, we're careful with our speech, then whatever we say, Hashem will do. We just connect it to Hashem in a totally different way. If we use our mouth for positive things, then our mouth can be so much more powerful in the world of tefillah. This is what the Torah is reminding us right now, during the three weeks right before Rosh how many machloikis and klayis, how many fights have been brought about by words. Most of the machloikis, the fighting in Klai is not because one person punched another person in the face. It's not because one person drove into the other person's car. It's words. You said, I said, Lashon Hara, slander. You're not nice. I'm not nice. Where does it all stem from? It stems from words. Words. Words that are nothing. You can't even see words. They fly in the air. But they have a powerful impact on society. Mr. Hashem will remind ourselves this week as we read the Torah how careful our words should be. How powerful our words are. And if we can make sure, if we're so careful, Hashem will do what we ask of Him. We have so much that we need in this world. There's so many tsaris and pain. And we ask Hashem, we wonder why is my tefillah unanswered? That's because a minute before and a minute after you talked to Hashem, you, 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 you spoke Lashon Hara about one of His children. Hashem is not running to answer your tefillah. Mr. Hashem will take away from this week's the severity of our speech, the power of our words, and Mr. Hashem will be more careful by doing so, our Kosh will answer all our tefillahs and give us the ultimate tefillah, the ultimate thing that we need, the arrival of Mashiach. We won't have to have Rosh Chodesh of in the nine days in the whole shebang, so to say. We'll be zayichet to get together with real unity with the arrival of Mashiach. Have a wonderful Shabbos.